0: How are you all this morning? Is God good? How many of you have a, a great passion for the kingdom? How many of you would like it increased? How many of you would like to kind of have the Holy Spirit kind of do something in your life that will keep you from going back to where you came from? God is very interested in your life. He didn't save you so he could lose you. He saved you so he could ignite you. And uh, I'm going to try to be very brief this morning. I told Pastor David I'm going to be very brief this morning because I want to give an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to do some things. I think we need to make time for Him. Amen? Sometimes we get so routined. And, you know, Pastor David and Daniel have been feeding us some good food. And uh, I I just felt, I told Pastor David, I just felt in my spirit that I think the Holy Spirit wants to do some work this morning in our hearts. And what what I found about him, whatever he starts, you know, he's quite capable of finishing Uh, I remember being in, uh, Daniel, if you remember when we were in uh, Vietnam, and you touched that lady just with your finger, and she hit the ground, and she's shaking like this, and and I said, you know, and everybody was going to pounce on her, and they were down there, and I said, you know, I told the pastor, I said, just tell them to move away, and let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do, and just watch and learn something. They did, and I was sort of commentating as we were going along, and I just said, you know, Eventually, peace is going to overtake her. And within just minutes, boom. The Holy Spirit, whatever He started in your life, He is capable of finishing it. Whatever passion He has put in you, and that's what basically I want this message to be called, Justin, (laughs) so you don't have to text me or phone me. The passion of freedom. The passion of freedom. Um, Jesus was walking along. Just let me just kind of commentate on a few things this morning. Uh, In Galatians chapter 1, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has set you free. Did you know that God set you free to liberty? Liberty to do what? Liberty to do what He has put in your heart to accomplish. Freedom to be free to serve God under the power of the Holy Spirit and fulfill the destiny that God has for your life. You are free to do that. In John 1, verse 12, it says, As many as received him, to them gave he the authority to be sons of God. Not to try to be, to be. And Jesus uh, wants you to know that he has given you the authority to be a son, not a wimp. He has given you the authority. What authority did He give you? He gave you His authority. He said, all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. He has given you that authority. And we could go into the definition of authority and so on. But I don't want to be too long. Um... He called his disciples, and he said, follow me. And if you read the Greek, it means, come here. It wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. Come here. So, Peter's working in the boat. Come here. Peter leaves everything and goes. Matthew is sitting at his office collecting taxes, and Jesus says, come here. And what does he do? He comes here. And by responding, they begin to walk in the liberty that Jesus received from the Father. So, when you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to walk in his liberty liberty from the law, liberty from sin. Liberty from selfishness. Liberty from self-centeredness. You can just shoot them up there one by one. I'm not following that anyway. But. <laughs> you know, what I organize usually doesn't work. So, But just some of the things. Freedom from the yoke of the Mosaic law. Jesus said this. He said this phrase actually it's in the Bible. It says this. That the law would be fulfilled in you. He didn't say through you. So who's in you? The one who fulfilled the law. That makes you free from the law. The ceremonial laws and all those. I won't say any more than that. And he calls these men to follow him. And they're they're really a ragtag bunch. They they were all different kinds of personalities. And all of us fit into one of those somewhere. Peter had a mouth. He talked too much. He'd say things that were out of order. Jesus had to tell him, get behind me, Satan. I mean, how would you like to be called that, eh? (laughs) Thomas couldn't believe anything unless he could see it or touch it. Luke was a doctor. He probably was, you know, well, you know what, maybe uh, there's some medicine for you or something. I don't know. But they were all different. And they followed them. And he actually, because he says in John 17, all that you gave me, Father, I have kept. So he kept those disciples. He guarded them. He protected them. They followed him. And he taught them. And he mentored them. But they were selfish. They were really selfish. Well, who's going to sit on your right hand and who's going to sit on your left hand? Who's going to be number one? And they had all these selfish ideas. And Jesus, and you can read the answers to them. I'm not going to give you the answers to them, but that was the situation. But here's the point. The Father gave them to Jesus, just like the Father gave you to Jesus. And just like the Father had a vision for their life, He has a vision for yours. I look forward, and I keep saying this, I look forward to people having a conviction that there is a place that we can bring the sick to that can get healed. That's in the Bible. They brought the sick, and they were healed. That's God's economy of freedom. But getting there, getting there was a process. And so here these men were following Jesus. He was demonstrating their power. In fact, even under those attitudes, he was saying, you know, why don't you go out and try this and see if it works? And they, and they do. They go out and they come back. Oh, they It worked. It actually worked. Peter and John were not educated. And it's like, well, you know what? I didn't make it to school, but it works anyway. And Luke says, hey, yeah, you know, that's right. Like, that's cool. I'm a doctor. You're just a fisherman. And so they had this competition going along. But you know what? Jesus had a vision for their life. And if you're competitive... Jesus still has a vision for your life. It's just that he's going to remove the competitiveness. Amen? And so, here's what he does. He, he, he finishes his, his time with them, and then he says, you know what? I'm going to go away, and if I go away, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and he's going to come. And he's going to be just like me. And so, what does he do? He dies, he rises again, he's gone, he comes back, he gives them the great commission, and then he says, I want you to wait until you're endued with power. Part of God's vision for your life is for you to be endued with power. Not powder. Unless it's dynamite powder. And he leaves. He's gone. And he says, I want you to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon you. And you will actually be somebody. We can't be who we're supposed to be without the power of God. We can't do what we're supposed to do without the power of God. We can't. I'm not saying that you're not saved, and I'm not saved, but you know what? I've experienced that the more anointing I receive, the greater things they get accomplished. Not because I can do it, but because of the Holy Spirit that's upon me. So it's really not about us. And so the, the Holy Spirit comes on the day of Pentecost, and guess what? You never, ever hear again competitiveness. You never, ever hear again of who's going to sit beside you, who's going to be number one. You don't hear that. Do you know why? Because they were baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And fire kind of burnt away the dross of competitiveness, self-centeredness, and self-image and self-ministry. None of us are like that, are we? The passion that's in your heart is the passion to bring you to a constant increase of what God has for you. We don't just serve God. We function for Him. Amen? We function for Him. We function because He gave us something to function in. We function because He's given us the ability and the instructions of how it should work and what can be done. The question that rests in all of our hearts is, am I really free to do that? And sometimes our life situations put us in a corner where freedom is really not the reality. But here's what happened. The fact that they followed him, they walked into his freedom. The fact that they listened to him and believed him, they received what their freedom would be like. And because they waited for the Holy Spirit... The Holy Spirit brought him into the law of liberty, out of the law of Moses and bondage, and into a law of liberty to actually doing the work of the kingdom. We haven't just been liberalized from sin, we, we were liberalized from the powers of darkness into his kingdom for kingdom activity and the authority to be a son is for you to receive what Jesus said receive the power believe what he said and see it happen in your life and through your life amen are you with me the well, holy spirit has a very specific function He's the executor of the estate. And God wants to give you your inheritance and the Holy Spirit wants to bring it into the reality of your life. Uh-uh. Uh-uh means, I don't know what it means. It just means I can't tell you how I feel inside. How many of you feel like that? Well, the Holy Spirit knows how you feel inside. He has put something in there that you can't even figure out. But He wants to ignite. He wants to come with the Holy Ghost and fire. He wants to turn this city upside down. He wants to turn this nation upside down. He wants to turn the world upside down. And we see all the problems in the world. But you know what? We're We're not of the world. We're, not in, we're in the world, but we're not of it. We're of the kingdom. We're of the authority that God has given us as sons. And He's asking us to walk in that authority. He's asking us to function in that authority because that authority that He has given us gives us the right to do so. That's freedom. The emancipation from sin means I have been emancipated from slavery of sin and the law to be free to serve and walk in the power of God. We are called authoritative sons. We are seen as authoritative sons. And Those who believe, I want to read this to you because I want you to have the expectation that Jesus has for your life. And those, he says, and those who believe shall do greater signs than these. Are you a believer? Well, he sees you as doing something greater than what he ever did. He says, you... You didn't choose me, I chose you. He doesn't see you as some choice you made, he sees you as someone who he has picked and you agreed with it. You have to look at yourself different. It's he chose you. Well, if he chose you, that means that you're chosen. For what? To walk in the liberty wherewith Christ has set you free, and don't get entangled in the yoke of bondage. Freedom. In in my definition of freedom is this: I and you are free to fulfill the will of the Father. We're free to do that. And we're called to walk in that freedom. And not feel like we're not free to do it. Authority is the right and liberty to the assignment. You have a right and you have a liberty to the assignment. How many of you would like the Holy Spirit to come upon you in a mighty powerful way that you can read the Bible and say, you know what, that's what my life is like. That's what I can do. I, I can do that. I, I can do this and I can, I can do what Jesus said I can do. Because first of all, he gave me the authority to do so and secondly, he gave me the ability. Yeah. You hungry for that? Are you really hungry for that? You see, there's. I, I see my life as three-dimensional. It's maintenance, management, or mega. I don't like maintenance. One day I'm down, the next day I'm up. One day I'm down, and the next day I'm up. Oh, can you? Management is moving to the next stage, and that is... I don't like what's happening to me and I take authority over it. That's management. But mega is stepping into the magnitude of what you can do for God. And a lot of the church functions in maintenance. We have to move out of maintenance, folks. And a lot of churches function because of what they've been taught. Hebrews 6, verse 1, let's leave the doctrine of repentance. Let's leave the doctrine of the second coming. Let's leave and let's go on to maturity. Grow up. Amen. And we think revival is only going to come through repentance. No, no. It'll come from mature people. It'll come through those who are hungry and who are looking for the Holy Spirit to actually do something. Amen? And you have been chosen for such a time of that. And a a task is that. You. Whether you think it or believe it, it's still a fact. Whether you accept it or reject it, it's still a fact. God doesn't change his mind. So tell me, what would you like to do? You don't have to tell me, I'm just asking you to tell me. Where's Sandra? Sandra? Why are people always out the ones that I feel are highlighted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to spend some time just waiting on the Lord? Yeah, yeah. Just let the Holy Spirit come upon you. You know. Don't, you don't, Do you know what's here? Do you know who's here? Let me tell you. A year after we built this building, I stood right there and God spoke to me and said, my sovereignty is here. And God has a sovereign plan that he's looking for people to amalgamate with Mm. and join. It's not my plan. It's not Pastor David's plan. It's his plan. Amen? You. Both of you. Come here. You want power? You want fire? Don't look at me. God wants to take your life and put it under His dominion and power. That the authority you have can actually work. I want to invite you to come and stand in His sovereignty. Come on. Just stand in His sovereignty. This is, this is His sovereignty. He's going to sovereignly come upon you. He's going to sovereignly... He wants to fulfill his sovereign, his sovereign plan. and He wants to give you sovereign power. Just receive it in Jesus' name. Just raise your hands and let the Holy Ghost come upon you. You have the liberty to, and freedom to receive it right now. Don't beg for it, just, just, just receive. Sandra and Mike Sandra and Mike come here Just keep receiving don't 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 deter just just receive Just lift your hands God's gonna increase you God wants to increase you in Jesus name in Jesus name, increase, increase, in Jesus name, increase, hallelujah, increase, 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 in the name of Jesus, increase, 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 Increase. 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 hallelujah, Father I just, I just release your assignment now in the name of Jesus. Increase, Lord. Increase. Increase. I break all timidity right now in the name of Jesus and let the boldness of the Holy Ghost increase. 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 Just receive, just receive, receive, receive. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase. More power, Lord. More power. Increase. Father, increase. Increase of wisdom and understanding. Increase. Hallelujah. Just come up here. Come up here. Come up here. Come up here. Hallelujah. Increase. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase. 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 Go ahead, pray for somebody. Increase. Increase. Go ahead and and pray. Increase. Increase, Lord. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase. Hallelujah. Increase in the name of Jesus. Increase in Jesus' name. Increase in the name of Jesus. Increase. Hallelujah. Increase. Hallelujah. Increase. Increase, Lord. Increase. Increase. Increase, Lord. Fire. Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. Your word says the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. Consume. Hallelujah. Oh, as you receive the fire, the fire goes before you and and it consumes the enemy, consumes the chaff of your life. Increase. Just relax, sister. You don't have to earn it. Just receive it. There you go. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Increase. Increase, Lord. Mm. Increase, Lord. Increase, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, give her increase. Increase, Father, in the name of Jesus. Increase. Increase, Lord, your power, your fire in Jesus' name. Increase. Kingdom increase. Kingdom increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Increase. Father, increase. <laughs> increase your kingdom, Lord. Father, we thank you for the Holy Ghost and fire, Lord. The power and the consuming fire. Increase, Father, in Jesus' name. Increase. Increase. Ah, increase, Lord. Increase. 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 Freedom to love in Jesus' name. Freedom. Show compassion. Freedom in Jesus' name. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Show freedom, 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 power, 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 power in Jesus' name, power, fire, Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name, Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name, passion, let the passion increase. Hallelujah, Father. Holy Ghost and fire. Fire, fire, fire. 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 Liberty. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Share the gospel in Jesus' name. Reach the lost in Jesus' name. I come into agreement with that right now, with that anointing right now. Anointing to reach the lost right now in Jesus' name. Oh, wow. Just hold your hands out. I'm going to speak some things that the Word says. These hands shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's how God sees your hands. Amen? That's how He sees your hands. That's what the anointing is coming to do. You will go out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. Liberty. Freedom. Hallelujah. The Lord is transforming you, sister. From your past to your future. He is changing things. He has changed things. He's going to continue to change things. And you're going to ever increase... In the things of the Lord, you're going to increase. Hallelujah. Father, we just speak liberty right now. Liberty. Liberty. Father, anything that she struggles with, Lord, from her past right now, Lord, spiritually speaking, just let liberty come to serve you, Lord. The free heart in Jesus' name. Oh, wow. Wow that's it just let the fire come upon you let the fire burn there it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: hallelujah thank you Lord it's already yours you don't you don't have to earn it it's already yours. It's already yours. You're not, a, you're not a performer. You're a server. You don't perform. You serve. Liberty, Lord, just to serve the Word by the Spirit in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. That's it. Just receive it. I want you to take your hands. I want you to hold them up like this. I'm going to speak the word over your hands. Just hold them up like this. Do you know what the Bible says about your hands? The Bible says that those who believe shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover." Now look at your hands, what do you see? How does God see your hands? He sees them with the ability to help the sick, to bring healing to the sick, to bring wholeness to the sick, amen? Amen. To bring deliverance to those who are in bondage you will lay hands and they will work because God says so his word says so amen those those that's how god sees your hands are you a believer then here's what he says about you those who believe will do greater works than i did accept it he said it amen accept it he said so it's yours it's yours. It's your inheritance. It's for you. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. You are under the law of the Spirit. You're not under the law of the old covenant. You're under the law of the Spirit. You're under the law of liberty. The Spirit is the law of liberty. Amen? You have the liberty to fulfill what the Word says about you. You have the freedom. You've been set free from sin, but it's more than that. Liberty is your right and authority to do what the Word says and how God sees you. God wants this church to rise up in the name of Jesus, and actually begin to believe what He said, and see yourself and see your hands according to what He has declared to be true. Nothing less. Amen? Nothing less. Say that with me. Nothing less. Nothing less, Lord, than what you said. I receive it. I believe it. And I want to do it. And I'm going to step out. Wow. God. God is looking down on you today, and He has heard your words. And He has seen, He sees your heart, He sees your passion, and He's bringing you and the power of God, and the word of God, and your passion together for the fulfillment of your assignment. Amen? Amen. You, you are free, sister. You are free. I, I, I think maybe just let me speak to you for a moment, okay? You have heard all kinds of things. But let me tell you something. Whatever you read and what Jesus said, you are free to do. Done. Amen? Done. You are a warrior. You don't give up too easy. You are a warrior. And God is going to accomplish mighty things through your life. He will. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. Wow, I'm early <laughs> you, you you too? You know what God said to me about you this morning? You have been faithful. Faithfulness is released to increase. Are you ready for the Are you You want to receive your increase? Receive it. Your increase. You're faithful in another man's. You're going to get your own. That's what the Bible says. You're going to get your own. Because you have been faithful to Pastor David. You're going to get your own. And you already know in your heart what that is. Don't you? It's not a myth. You're on your way to your own. Daniel, stop hiding on me, brother. You know, you can go to the back of the church you want, but when God speaks to me, I'll find you wherever you are. You have been faithful with money. You have been faithful in the anointing, and you've been faithful in another man's. God is going to give you increase. You're coming into your own. You're coming into an apostolic authority, an apostolic ministry. You're not like your brother. God has singled you out but you have been faithful with your finances, and you have faithfully given more than God has ever required of you. Biblically speaking, out of your heart, you have given more than what the Bible says. God saw that, and you're going to get increase. Increase coming. How many of you want increase? I want you to read the Bible on faithfulness and find out what how how increase can come to you. Amen? I'm so excited this morning because I just see this church. I, I see just a whole bunch of sick people coming through there. And you, you, not us, you will heal the sick. You will raise the dead. You will cleanse the leper. You will do that. That's how God sees you. He sees your hands, he sees your heart. He's The one who rules is in you. And he's given you authority to be the sons of God. Amen. What is a person authority like? What's he not like? He's not arrogant, but he's confident. Not confident in himself but confident in what the Word has said you should be, and confident in what you can do, and confident in what you should expect to happen. That's a man of authority. So, Jesus has given you authority to be the Holy Ghost, has come upon you to be, guess what? You're to be. (laughs) Amen? You're to be. If you look at your hands, tell me something. When God looks at your hands, does he see, well, no. You know what? You're a female. You don't count. He doesn't see it that way. He says, these signs shall follow them that, are you a believer? Yeah. Then you count. It's non-gender. It's non-gender. Uh, you know what? My greatest struggle is shutting this down. <laughs> it really is. I, I, you know, how do you close? What, what do you do? Like, I don't want to just say a nice flowery prayer for you. What I would like to say is this, God Almighty has you in His hand. He's paid the price for everything for you to receive and believe, and He has given you total liberty to fulfill what He told you in the Word. Amen? Done.
1: as Pastor Nelson was um, talking about how we see ourselves. You may sit down. How we see ourselves. The Lord gave me a vision about a year ago. And he showed me a vision of I was reaching out and I was grabbing somebody's hand and praying for them. And what he showed me was That as I did that, he was, and this is going to sound odd, he was joining me, or more theologically correct, I was joining him. And I needed, come here Justin, and I needed to change my expectation. I needed to change how I thought about praying for people. And Pastor was praying, having you look at your hands, and seeing your hands as hands that heal that administer his healing so when i reach out and i lay hands on someone what i have to understand is that it's not me laying hands but i have to have the expectation that jesus has joined me i have joined him and it's his power his power His authority that is now flowing from me into the person I'm praying for. Now, we see things with our natural eyes. So we look and go, oh, well, nothing's changed. And what we have to understand is we have to change our expectation. We have to change our thought process. When God comes and touches, something happens. And that has to be our expectation. That when I... Lay hands when I grab hold of someone and I come into agreement with the Father. I'm coming into agreement with His covenant. He is at work and something is happening. And we need to ask the Holy Spirit to open... Oh gosh, somebody get behind him then. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to open our spiritual senses. That when we lay hands, that God shows us what is happening. Amen?
0: Is the king in you? Then where's the kingdom? Where the king is, right? Jesus says the kingdom is at hand. Look at your hand. The rule and reign of the king is in you and it's in your hand. That's why you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You don't try to function in the kingdom. You're in the kingdom. You're not trying to get into authority. You are in authority. Amen? So where the king is is where the kingdom is. God's rulership is Flows through your hands, through your mouth. Look at your hands. Just look at them. Take them and look at them. I do this. I look at these hands, and in my mind and in my heart, I say, God, your kingdom is in me. Your sovereign authority and rule is in my life because you have given me authority to be a son. And who you are in me is what I have
2: in my hand. Amen. Amen. Man, I'm going to close in prayer. but <laughs> I had something really crazy happen this week. I was riding my bicycle. And the sun was out. And I had a shadow. <laughs> Guess what I did? I saw somebody walking. I saw my shadow. I saw somebody walking. They couldn't see me. I took my hand, and when I went by them, and my shadow hit them, I just said, hi. I expected something. Expect something crazy. Come on. It's in the Bible. So I'm expecting something crazy to happen when the sun is shining. Amen? Heavenly Father, just engulf us with your passion this week. Lord, let that word just be on our mirror. Let that word be as we look outside, we see passion and let it come inside of us And grab us with a fist so strong that we cannot deny it. And let that Holy Spirit passion cause us to look and see what you are doing in our neighborhoods, in our job sites, in our offices, in our playgrounds. And see what you are doing and join you in that and say, Holy Spirit, move with your passion today. And Lord... I'm going to go bike riding, and I'm looking for your shadow. In your precious name, and everybody said, amen. Have a great week. God
1: bless you.